Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, coming to you as always from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. And my rebel heart can rest easy. I'm not being watched over by the Empire today. Uh, <laughs> um, now, unfortunately, uh, Joe is a bit feeling under the weather a little bit, and uh, so um, hoping he gets better and can join us uh, next week and for a, another great show. We always always enjoy his input and having him on the show. <laughs> it's just not the same without his, uh, his the the emperor the empire um, washing over us. <laughs> so, uh, but we do have Mr. Ray Rumsey. Ray, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How is everybody and yourself, Mark? I am doing pretty good. Um, tired. Work's been uh, pretty pretty tiring recently, so but I had the day off, so I was able to rest and recuperate and do a little housework and um just kind of you know piddle around and get some stuff done that need to be done around the house and in the yard. Uh, right. But yeah, that's what I've been up to and watching some TV. Uh, no Star Wars, but. You know, um, I know this is off topic, but I was able to watch WandaVision on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. Uh, interesting. It was interesting. Me and my wife both, we liked it, but it's definitely different than um, what you probably were thinking. When you think of a Mar- something from Marvel, it's definitely different from anything else I've ever seen from Marvel. But it was good. But this is not the WandaVision show. <laughs> uh, not this, this time. This is... Not this time. This is uh, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, as I said. And it's good to see that you finally come around and you're wearing a Star Wars shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you can see, I didn't. I'm wearing my uh, Kansas City uh, in honor of them going to the AFC Championship. So, Right on. That's the way you do it. That's right. That's right. Anyway, uh, this is going to be a little bit different of a show. This is going to be a new show. We're going to be discussing some of the news coming out of the Star Wars universe. Uh, This is going to be something we will be doing somewhat regularly, probably about once a month. We will do a new show and just kind of go over anything going on in the Star Wars world and whether it be Star Wars itself with the actors, Rumors, uh, but we will specify when they are rumors. We will specify, we will never, I repeat, never promote rumors as actual news. We will say ahead of time, these are rumors, these are speculation. um, And we will differentiate between stuff that is actual, factual, set in stone fact, and things that are just rumors or speculation. So... With that in mind, um, why don't you start us off with the first little bit of news or uh, thing that we got, Ray? Uh, All right. So now this uh, mainly comes from Screen Rant, but uh, it was talking about 
the Mandalorian and how it embraces the prequels and, you know, some of the Easter eggs that they laid out that uh, mm-hmm. supposedly um, it helps to kind of uh, deviate from the sequel trilogy. So in, in kind of like retconning. Okay. Um, so like, the fact that it like the Mandalorian itself embraces the prequels, like they have those little uh, things. And th- those are the Easter eggs that we're going to be referring to. So mm-hmm. in one of the episodes on, uh, I believe it's Tatooine where he, you know, constantly going for repairs. You see, typically he goes off and, deals with sand people but the main bay that he lands in has those little repair droids that we also saw yes in one yeah, i stuff. saw those yeah yeah well i even liked in the in, in the flashback scenes where you see the battle droids you see the mm-hmm. uh the super battle droids you see the um you know you know from the clone wars um and that was really cool you know, see those and I make them look menacing and scare, you know, just real scary. And so, yeah, they did a lot of callbacks to the Clone Wars and to the prequel era, mm-hmm. the era too. And I, I, I noticed the same thing with the little, little droid, little repair droids and the, uh, well, even, even with the, the way they explain without explaining the hatred for droids. And how everyone is just kind of, you know, right? I mean, especially droids that have a type of combat ability. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at our, no, our main very, character. You know, he was just, you know, from his childhood. Yeah, his parents were. Yeah, his his par- his actual parents were killed by droids. Right. So that's what a lot of people. I feel like that's what they remember, which is. Mm-hmm. Which is terrible. <laughs> yeah, those darn droids. Yeah. And and it makes sense, you know, when when you know in the uh, the very first Star Wars when they Luke and uh, Obi Wan walk into the cantina, and the barkeeper you know says no droids allowed. Well, that makes sense because well, <laughs> there is a big anti droid sentiment. But getting back to your what you're talking about with, you know, retconning. I don't know if it's as much retconning as it is tying together. Right, right. You know, it's tying, this ties everything together. This kind of, uh, you know, yeah. Now, one of my favorite topics that I bring up quite often, and I really was looking forward to talking about this one when, uh, Joe was here was that one mm. of the main driving plot points which was kind of a head nod to the prequels is uh, when they referred to uh, Gro- Grogu's metachlorian count as the M yes <laughs> the M count yes yes <laughs> I saw that too I was like <gasps> I wanted to do a Captain America and be like I understand that reference. Yeah. So they they definitely they brought it back. 
it'll never leave yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh it is officially canon whether we like it or not <laughs> uh, it is it is take that for what it is it's it is <laughs> it is <laughs> Well, do you think oh. do you think constantly in every single version of the you know, you've got the the prequels, the originals, and then you've got the sequels and then the Mandalorian and Rogue One and all that. It seems like in each different one of them, they had their own version of the empire. Like do you feel like that might have been a little redundant? Like should they have tried something else, you think? Hmm. I don't know. Because, I mean, it makes sense with, like, with, like, Rogue One, because Rogue One was set in during the middle of the um, original series. Mm -hmm. Empire would be there unless you're talking about their own version of the empire like their own like way that the empire is portrayed is that what you're well, talking about or are you talking you had, about like you had like the first order you had the empire and it's like why do we keep doing this yeah well i mean it's easy it's yeah, you know, it's something that you know makes sense. You know, yeah, you have to have them fighting against something, mm -hmm. and you know, having it be you know a totalitarian regime that's trying to rule the galaxy is just, you know, but but why rule the galaxy? It's, it's easy that's... and it makes sense. <laughs> that seems like too much work. I don't know. Ask Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one the one episode we need him here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. oh you wanna man. move on to our next Yeah, I don't know. Uh yeah, let me pull it up here. Yeah. So it's uh this one is talking about uh. uh Rogue Squadron and when it is going to debut when it's going to come out mm -hmm. so of course it's going to be directed by uh wonder woman director patty jenkins who record uh, of course did the 2017 wonder woman and uh this last year's wonder woman 1984 um and it looks like the release date is December 22nd, 2023 mm. uh, is set for the release date. So we have a few years, <laughs> but not really that yeah. much. Three um, years. That's nothing. Yeah. Three years. <laughs> and oh, no, especially with you have everything coming out in between um, mm. with all the different TV shows and stuff like that. So. Well. Real quick, I got to give My... uh, a shout out to uh, Keith, who was in our chat, who said that uh, Metachlorians are the powerhouse of the Force. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, there you we go. We got a fan club. Um, <laughs> we do. We do. 
but uh, that reminds me, I need to pull up our Twitch channel mm -hmm. and see how we're doing over there. Yep. Say hello yep. to everyone on our Twitch channel. If you guys are over there, uh, we are streaming live. Heck yeah. Talk word. Right now. Type words and say things. That's right. <laughs> say hello to us in the word place <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Uh, yeah, a second. I'm having a little bit of issues with it. <laughs> There we are. But you were saying we, we're looking at uh, 2023 for Rogue Squadron. Do you think? Yeah, 2023 for our. Do you think that's too much time? Go ahead. No, I mean you gotta also gotta understand. You know that they're just now. I think probably finishing up script writing and beginning pre. You know early pre-production so um wait i forget no i think that's a that's a good timetable i forget was uh rogue quadrant was that even gonna know. be a tv show or was that a movie it's a movie right okay it's a so movie. do you think it's a full-length movie do you think yeah. that's too much of a gap from movie to movie i mean i know we're having all the the tv shows but in your opinion, do you think that's too much of a gap? Well, I don't know if there's, because I don't know, because I don't know if we're getting anything in between there as far as movies go. I don't right. know what other movies we got coming out besides Rogue uh, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Um. So, but I mean, you have to remember that we've said this before. You know, there was what five years between. Um. Even the prequels. Right. You know, between episode one and episode two and episode two and episode three, there was like, what, five years? So that's not, I mean, it's not unheard of. I think it's just in today's society, we want them now, 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 right. now, 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 now. Um, so, you know, I don't, I personally don't think it's too long now. Well, other people may, may think it's too long to wait. Um, you know, I don't know. Okay. So I uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, and this is rumor again, the speculation and rumor and talk mm -hmm. uh, is the rumor of Chris Pine being uh, one of the actors in it. Um, of course, most well known for most sci-fi fans as Captain Kirk um, from the J.J. Abrams movies, right? What are your what are your thoughts? Do you think he would fit well into the Star Wars universe as a hot shot fighter pilot? I could I could see him playing that role very well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could too. I could too. Yeah. I think that would be a, a really good, really good casting. Um and I mean Patty Jenkins as a director, you know, she did Wonder the first one. I haven't seen it. Nineteen Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews on it. Yeah, but the first Wonder Woman was amazing. That was just outstanding. Um, 
So, and there you have the connection with Chris Pine right there. Yeah. So it makes sense that you know he would uh, want to work with with Patty again. So that'd be cool. Um, I mean, he he's a very yeah. good actor. So that'd yeah. be cool. He is, he is, and I'm really looking. Of all the movies, that's the one I'm looking forward to. One of the ones I'm looking forward to the most is Rogue Squadron. Absolutely, just cannot wait. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Cannot wait. Heck yeah, yeah. Let's see, what do we got? Oh yeah. Uh, what else do we got? We got our well, Joe's illustrious leader, or the voice of his illustrious leader. James Earl Jones turning 90 years old. Wow. <laughs> That's I you don't think about these people being, you know, at that age now. You know, you st- I think you still think of them as you know. But yeah, I mean, wow, ninety years old. Yeah, yeah, and I guess uh, he's <laughs> Mark Hamill got on and uh, sent him a message that said, "Happy birthday, Dad! Thank you for a lifetime of superb performances." <laughs> so that's, that's pretty funny. You, you gotta love Mark. You gotta love Mark Hamill. Yeah. He's awesome. He's got one of the he's, most he's, hilarious social media presences I've ever seen. Oh. Oh. He is great. I've I've always wanted to actually you know, go to a, a, a convention where he's at because the videos I've seen with him at convention are are amazing, especially if he's talking or doing, you know, doing interviews or um Q and A's. He's so so great. And one of the best ones is not to cross dreams, where he does the the model. There's two of them. There's one where he does the Heath Ledger Heath Ledger monologue from The Dark Knight oh. as the Mark Hamill Joker, where he does the uh, Do you know how I got these scars? Mm-hmm. What whole thing. With in, in Mark Hamill Joker voicing it, it actually is creepier than the actual <laughs> movie. <laughs> There's just because he's just got that voice. Yeah, and the way he does that, Joe. Oh. Yeah, it's just definitely um, the back. But yeah, we love Mark Hamill. Yes, we do. We love Mark Hamill. We love Mark Hamill. Um. Uh. Anyway, um. What else do we got? Um, says deep fake casts Millie Bobby Brown as Princess Leia, and uh, looks like oh, I've seen some pictures of that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, probably not entirely a uh, canon representation. I'm I'm sure this is probably, I mean, it's no. deep fake, so. They just yeah, like yeah, stuff. but this is this kind of yeah, this is the same kind of in the same same vein as uh, what's his name, you know, people wanting what's his name to play Luke Skywalker. Yeah, um, uh, this is I've seen some of the pictures and some of the you know side by sides and 
you know, it works, but again, it's recasting such an iconic role. Exactly. And, you know, putting, you know, someone, someone else to play that role. Yep. Um, it's just, especially someone who has passed away and is so beloved by the fans, you know, it's very, very, you know, it's very difficult and, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, you know, Millie Bobby Brown is a great actress. Um, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I believe that's all I got to say. Is I don't know. It's I believe it was deep fake before that also took the scene from the Mandalorian with Luke and did their own version of it mm-hmm. of de-aging and it was more realistic and even Mark Hamill said he loved it. I mean, he loved being yeah, recast as it were and and making that cameo cuz I guess he wasn't sure that that was going to happen or was surprised by this, but he he really he said it was an amazing gift, so yeah. So, but Whoa. yeah, I I agree with you. I think Princess Leia was such an amazing person in general and most iconic actress. And yeah. I just, I don't think if they ever redid any of the movies at all and they wanted to recast Leia, I just, I don't think you can. Now, here's my, here's the question though. Do you think we think that we, because Carrie Fisher has passed away. Do you think we'd be thinking differently yeah. if Carrie was still with us? I, and they were thinking about recasting and doing something. I feel like it would automatically be different because they would, you know, it would be all over the news. And then Carrie Fisher would be able to weigh in on it. She'd be able to say, yeah. like, yeah, this what is the true. heck? You can't, no, you can't replace my part. I mean, they're going to anyway, but still. I feel like the fan base would be able to take a side. Um, but as of right now, yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those characters where just like with Luke, if Mark Hamill, you know, I'm not even going to put the words out in the universe, but if Mark Hamill was unavailable yeah. for anything else, then, you know, would we want his role recast if they ever redid anything? And I don't think so. Same with Han Solo. Yeah. Nobody wants to well, I think a different Han Solo in the movie itself proved that. Yeah. Well, I think, I think what they did and, you know, you can say what you want about Rise of Skywalker, but when they did do that one scene where they did the de-aged Leia. Yeah. Um, with the with the face, I thought it was I thought it was nice that they they kept in the family because the body double they used was Billy Lord, mm-hmm. who was uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. So you kind of had that you know coming together. So I thought that was that was good that they kept kind of kept that in the family and kept it as. Um, but I mean, I mean, it's, it's the this is the future, you know, of doing things like that of de aging people and you know taking people that ha- that are 
you know, passed away and yeah, um, yeah. CGI just <laughs> it's getting CGI. Yeah, just getting all over it. But um, there was uh, there was something else I saw. Let me pull that up. If you have anything, I would love to hear it. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> this might be a short show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Well, there was. Uh, I already talked about um, Mark Hamill thanking them for putting Luke in there. Uh, but there was yeah. one that Joe had posted on our Facebook page on the war of the stars, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you're not on there, you should probably get to Facebook and go check it out because That's we post right. a lot of stuff on there and things happen. But anyway, what Joe had posted was about, um, uh, Kevin, was it Faye? Kevin Faye? Kevin Faye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Faye. He's uh I'm I'm not a huge Marvel person, so you have to forgive me on that one. But uh um, oh. they're yeah. supposedly, and this is a rumor, as you said, putting that out there. This is a rumor, because I have seen both people saying yes, and then I've seen articles where it says no. So this is speculation and rumor. Mm-hmm but that he is going to be entering the Star Wars arena and possibly doing a movie. Mm. So mm. we will just have That's to interesting because, yeah, I'm not sure because Feige, as far as I know, he's not really the direct, he, like, he, for those of you who don't know, and if you're listening to this this podcast, you're probably nerdy enough that you do. <laughs> Kevin Feige is the head of Marvel Studios. Basically the Kathleen Kennedy um, of, of Marvel. Um, yeah, he's the one that set out the entire, you know, the different phase, you know, phase, Marvel the phase one set out the whole storyline of, how it was going to go with in game and everything like that. So, um, that'd be interesting. Cause like I said, I've never really seen him as, you know, the director, director type. So, um, but I mean, he's got the chops for it. You know, he's got at least the genre chops. Um, I comic book movies aren't that too far removed from star Wars and, uh, sci-fi and that kind of stuff like that. So, I don't know. I could I could see see him doing it. Um, I do think Star Wars needs a Kevin Feige. Yeah, someone like that who can set everything, set a timeline, set a storyline to say, you know, okay, this is where we're at. This is where we're going to be, and this is our end game. Uh, you know, storyboard the entire. Uh, Star Wars, you know, and create a Star Wars cinematic universe. I think that's what, my opinion, that's one thing that I think should be done is to create a Star Wars cinematic universe, much like you had the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the DCEU, you know, where everything is set so we can look at it and say like, okay, this happened then, let's move on through it. But That would be amazing. um, Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, which I think they might be kind of starting to do that, but yeah, um, and you know, time will tell. If you look time. at like, uh, if you look at Marvel movies, I feel like he's got to be on board with them, you know, directing them the way they are. Uh, so you, mm-hmm. in my mind, how I'm picturing this going is like a Marvel movie, but it's Star Wars. So kind of like the opening battle scene for um, episode three, like that's the level of action that I'm expecting here. If, if yeah. it comes to be. Yeah. 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 Well, um, we asked you guys last week to send us your uh, questions and um, you're always welcome to send Send us questions in his emails. We'll give you that email at the end of the show. Uh, but we got a couple of responses. And so first off is Chris Hayes. Uh, thank you for emailing us. And he says, Ahsoka and Thrawn spinoff. How can a story this epic not overlap with all the dumpster fires of seven through nine? <laughs> <laughs> um I I don't think it will simply because you know the sequels are set 40 years after the events of um uh Return of the Jedi and uh the Mandalorian is set 5 years after so you still have a long period of time to lead up to all of that. Um, I think more than likely what you'll lead up to is the Battle of Jakku. Yep. I think that this will lead up to the Battle of Jakku and the final end of the Empire as we know it. And the be- kind of the beginning of the First Order. So I think that's kind of where where everything is headed for and um so i mean what do you think no yeah i totally agree with that the only other way they could do it without hurting hurting anything i mean i don't think you could really hurt the sequels only make them better um is to have ahsoka take the fight to thrawn you know, and yeah, how you know if you're if you're gonna have them in the same realm of existence, or if you're gonna focus on Thrawn bringing his character in, just have it be all about when he's off doing his own thing out in the farthest reaches of space. You know, but then I yeah. then I feel like yeah. you're kind of just watching Star Trek at that point. Yeah, that's true. And I think almost, I mean, anything can happen, but the very fact that you don't see Thrawn in the se- in the sequels, and obviously, you know, because they probably weren't thinking about, you know, bringing him into the mo- you know, movies, maybe, um, that if we do see them, I am almost positive that he's not going to survive. You know? Yeah, that's true. That, you know... You know, why wouldn't you have one of your greatest admirals and greatest tactical minds, you know, with you unless he has a change of heart 
or something happens, you know, which we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. Uh, our next <laughs> question comes from what's that? I said I doubt it though, but it's wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, our next question comes from uh, some guys you know, it's the guys at Shattered, Dun Shattered Dungeon. Yep. Yep. Uh, they wrote, one of them wrote and said, uh, My question is why would Sidious convene the entire Separatist Alliance Council on Utapau? And setting them right instead of sending them right to Mustafar, clearly the Utapawans didn't want them there. <laughs> um, why did Sidious? Uh, I think he didn't care. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much what it was. He just didn't care if the Utapawans wanted them there or not. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I. I mean, if you want the the real, uh, that's something you'd have to ask George, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, that Sidious is a crafty guy. He had to have had some some reason for that. Yeah, but that is that's a very very I don't know maybe good question. Like, why didn't he just send them right to Mustafar? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Filler, that's what it was. <laughs> filler. Yeah, because the movie would have been yes. like an hour shorter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, okay, I gotta have that filler in there. Fill, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> um, days over here, or uh, uh, whoever wrote that over here, making up stories again. <laughs> we don't have Joe here, but uh, he could have well, he could have laid that out in perfect reasoning why the Empire did all of that. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he he probably sent some of the emails, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh well, I think we're gonna, um, like I said, we're probably gonna have it's gonna be a little bit shorter of an episode, so um, we're gonna cut things short this week, and uh, we'll see you guys back next week, and hopefully with a full crew. Mm -hmm. uh, but before we do, uh, Ray, why don't you tell the fine people out there where they can find you at? Sure. Uh, if you head to any of the social media and you put in the Leo effects with an A, so A-F-F-E-C-T-S, you will likely find my page. You can also Google, and it's all over there. Um, I also have YouTube now, so definitely you want to go check that out. I am here on War of the Stars uh, as often as my health lets me. Uh, so... You know, and then on Tuesday evenings, um, nine thirty Eastern time on Twitch TV, I play Shattered Dungeons with the Shattered Tabletop Gaming crew, and I do some pretty terrible voice acting. Um, right now, I just started a brand new character because my last character died. So yesterday, I started a brand new character who is basically a Castlevania frog. And I'll just leave it at that. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, and one last one. Don't Makes forget. Sense. <laughs> don't forget to check out One Crit Blunders. That's our D and D five E game that hmm. I do with Joe. So, um, and then nice. also speaking of Joe, since he's not here, I'll do it for him. If you head to Facebook steam house entertainment you can find all this cool uh, links and things like that to all his different um, projects and movies and you know he's got a lot of stuff going on so you're going to want to check it out and he's usually here on war of the stars as well just not this week yeah Ding. not this week uh and i gotta say i uh, i watched uh your your interview with joe you did with uh for leo effects that was really good yeah yeah um you guys it looks like you guys had a lot of fun doing that, and I love your intro video. I love the <laughs> the close ups of your face going all over the place. That was that made me laugh. <laughs> the uh, the eighties, the late the late seventies, eighties power yeah power rock, you know, going on there. I was like, that is awesome. <laughs> it's a high energy <laughs> intro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as for us, as always, as I mentioned, you can email us. Uh, we're always willing to take questions from you, the listeners. You can email us at warofthestars1 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. Our Twitter account is, of course, also War of the, at warofthestars1. And you can uh, right mention our Facebook page. Uh, War of the Stars, also our Facebook group, is also War of the Stars. Uh, uh, you can support us through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. Guys, we really, really, really would appreciate uh, Patreon support. It would do a lot for us. Uh, YouTube, whenever I remember to actually put the show up, uh, just search War of the Stars, and you'll find us there. Other than that, the most easiest place to find us is right here on Get Vocal each week um, or on Twitch.tv. Um, just go over to Twitch.tv forward slash War of the Stars, all one word, all lowercase, and you can find us there on Twitch. Um, I'm going to start... Uh, working on some stuff and trying out some stuff. And I'm thinking I might actually might start doing some uh, old Star Wars games. I have a couple oh, of old cool. Star Wars games that I want to go over there. So yeah. be looking for that. And I'm thinking maybe this week or, or next week, uh, we might start playing the old game, old strategy game, Star Wars Rebellion. Uh, old game from the late 90s early 2000s so be on the lookout for that and if that if you guys like that then i might bring uh try to get some other games and start streaming other games on there too so cool uh you can find us pretty much wherever fine podcasts are, are heard if you're not able to listen to us live just go to your favorite podcast app or if you listen to your podcast and type in War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, and the little War of the Stars banner should pop up and you can just listen to us there. Uh, that will do it for us for this week. Until next week, remember, 
this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. May the Force be with you.